I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 84. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Those of you who are new, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, Guys, my podcast has been going on for about a year and a half. I've noticed I've been looking at the podcast data. I see a lot of my recent episodes have been listened to. Guys, if you want a really good place to start, go to episode one through five. That was a five-day challenge. And I just walk you through some easy, simple challenges to really help you be the parent of your dreams. So if you're new and if you want to, like if you have extra time, go listen. Today's episode might be a little bit shorter. So maybe if you planned in half an hour and I only take 15 minutes, go get in one or two of those episodes. All right, so today we are going to be talking about 10 daily practices for you to be the parent of your dreams, for you to have parenting success. And I want to thank all of you guys that have taken the time to review my podcast and to share it with people. We are growing and it is amazing. Um, I had more downloads in December than in any of the other months of my podcast. So thank you guys for helping me grow. Thank you for following me on this journey. And those of you who have shared this, liked it, left a review, that really helps me help more parents just like you. So I love helping people. If you love helping people, that's how you can do it. Like this, share it, leave a review. All right, let's Oh, and before we get too far in, in case I forget, anyone who's interested in joining my Parenting Foundations group, I'm going to be starting this first part of February. And we have a bunch of people on the the list that I asked you guys to email. If you're interested, go get on that interest list. That helps me know how many people are interested, who wants in this. And if you're on that list, you will find out first. And my goal is to fill this group with you guys, people who listen to this, uh, people in the Firmly Founded Parent Program, and go get on that list so that you get first access because I don't want this to be a huge group. And I just kind of want it to be a small, intimate, and we'll take things to a deeper level. If you think you might be interested in that, go to firmlyfounded.com slash PFG. Stands for Parenting Foundations Group. All right. So today I'm going to share 10 of my top daily practices for being the parent of your dreams. And I want you to really look at each day as a gift, as an opportunity for you to just practice being the parent of your dreams. And you don't have to be perfect every day. We're just 
practicing. We're just working towards that goal of who we want to be. It's more of a process than it is a final destination. So each day is just an opportunity to practice. And I put 10 things on this list, but I don't want you to feel like, oh, I need to do these 10 things. I need to make a checklist. That is not the goal. Uh, The goal is to give you 10 practices that are super powerful. And on some days, maybe you'll do all 10. On some days, maybe you'll just do one. But I wanted to give you some easy, practical tools to help you be the parent of your dreams. So let's just dive straight into this. Uh, Number one, set your intention each day. I am not perfect at doing this every day, but when I do do it, I notice a huge shift and a huge change in my day. So I wanted to walk you through what this could look like for you. The last thing you do before you go to debt, before you go to bed, set your intention for the following day. Tomorrow, I want to listen to my team with curiosity, with patience, and with love. So first thing before you go to bed, set your intention for the following day. Next, the first thing you do when you wake up, remind yourself of that commitment, of your intention. You know what? Today, I'm going to listen to my team with curiosity, with patience, and with love. Here's a few other examples. Today, I will develop awareness around my emotions. That's just me saying, you know what? My intention for today is to develop awareness around my emotions. And I realize, man, when I wake up, sometimes I feel anxious. Sometimes I'm worried about my clients or these emails that I need to make or whatever. And I just go through the day developing some awareness around my emotions. Here's another example. Today, I will be fun, energetic, and engaged with my children. Today, I will learn a new way to connect with my 15-year-old son. He doesn't play Fortnite very much anymore. So guess what? I need to learn a new way to connect with him. All right. So day number two, or day number two, daily habit or daily practice number two, commit to connection daily. Be 100% committed to connecting with your teen every day. Choose to love your teen. Show them that you love them. Tell them that you love them. And then remind them, hey, I love you. Let them know that you trust them, that you're confident that they're, they're okay. They're doing life exactly how they're supposed to. Let them know that you trust that everything will be okay. Connect with them right where they are, rather than trying to change them or fix them or get them to behave differently. Commit to connecting with them right where they are. I've noticed that when I stay calm, when I listen, when I treat my teen with kindness and fairness, and when I do my best to let them know, hey, I'm not mad at you. I just, I love you and I care about you. That helps me connect. All right. Practice number two. Embrace the moment. Far too often, we're guilty of not being present. We're on our phone. We're watching TV. We're half ignoring our team, trying to do something else. Embrace the moment. Don't try and avoid it. Don't try and speed it along. Don't wish, man, I wish it were summertime and I wouldn't have to worry about school. Because about a third of the way through summer, you're going to be like, man, I wish it were school time and I didn't have to 
watch these kids all day. Just practice being in the moment. Don't try and speed it along. Don't try and fix it. Don't try and change it. Just be in the moment and be in the moment with your team. All right. Daily practice number two. Manage or number two. Guys, I'm sorry. My mind is, my mind needs to be managed, which is daily practice number four. Manage your mind. I like to use the self-coaching model that was created by Brooke Castillo. The ability to identify my circumstances, explore my thoughts, and to understand how those thoughts are making me feel and the actions that I'm taking because of those feelings and the result that I'm creating. That's the self-coaching model. And it is so powerful. I also like to use the be, do, have model, which was taught to me by Jim Fortin, where rather than living out of either the have, do, be model or the do, have, be, <clears throat> where I'm like, man, if I do this and I'll have that, then I'll be happy or I'll be kind or whatever. It's powerful for me to know, no, if I am kind, if I have this way of being, this is what I would do. And by doing that, I will have this. This is just an example of me managing my mind. I'm starting to get into journaling and writing. One of the things that I believe is that the quality of your life is a reflection of the quality of questions that you ask yourself. Lately, I've been reading some books that help me ask really high quality questions. Currently in the firmly founded parent membership, we're reading the book Living Forward by Michael Hyatt and Daniel Harkavy. I'm doing a lot of journaling. I'm doing a lot of writing and really answering some tough questions. Uh, Recently, I read the book Radical Responsibility. Lots of tough questions. This is a way for you to manage your mind and then share what you've learned with others. Maybe you share it with a teen. Maybe it's with your spouse. Maybe it's with a coworker. Maybe it's with me. I love to hear what people learn. Share with others what you've learned. That's another way of managing your mind. All right, daily practice number five. Trust yourself, your teen, and the process. This one is huge for me this year. You guys all know, trust, it's my word of the year. Sorry, you're probably going to get tired of it. Trust will change everything. Trust that you are exactly what your teen needs. Trust that they are exactly not only what you need, but what you want. Like You don't want my teen. If I sent my teen to your house, you'd be sick of them and you'd send them back because you want your teen. You don't want my teen. So practice trusting that. Trust the process that your teen is going through. It looks different than your process. That's okay. It's their process. Trust it. I promise you, when you trust, you will feel more confidence, more compassion more love. So every day, practice trusting yourself, practice trusting your team, and practice trusting their process, the process. All right. Daily exercise number six, let go of things outside of your control. This one is super hard, but it is so powerful. When you hold on to things outside of your control, you lose power and energy. You don't actually lose the power or energy. You're just not using it effectively. And it's like trying to like hold on to all these different things and you're juggling and you're just let go of the things outside of your control and 
take that energy, take it back and put it on things within your control. When you let go, you have more power and more energy to put towards the things that you actually can control, which makes a huge impact in your life. Also, recently I talked about this on one of the podcasts, let go of your teen's model and manage your own. Let go. You can't control their model anyways. All right, daily practice number seven, practice, practice, practice. One of my favorite lessons, and I should have looked up which episode I talked about this, but it's the wheel of time. And I'm not talking about the Michael Jordan, or not Michael Jordan, the, uh, oh my goodness, I just forgot it. There's a new, the, the book series that everyone loves that I haven't read, but I did watch the first season of the wheel of time. I loved it. I thought it was great. That's not this. The wheel of time is a teaching that I teach that this wheel of life is constantly turning and sometimes you're on top and that's when life is easy. Everything's going great. And sometimes you're on the bottom and it feels like you're getting run over by this wheel. And I teach people when you're on the top of the wheel, practice, be who you want to be, prepare for when you're on the bottom of the wheel. And when you're on the bottom of the wheel, just keep going, keep doing your best. It's like Dory said, just keep swimming. Trust that what you practiced on the top of the wheel is what you need to do right now on the bottom of the wheel. And life is just about this cycle. Sometimes you're on the top, sometimes you're on the bottom. And when you're on the top, we prepare for when we're on the bottom. And when we're on the bottom, we get informed and we realize, oh, next time I'm on the top, I need to practice this a little bit more. I need to get better at this. Life is all about practice. It isn't about being perfect. Don't set your intention for the day. You know what? Today, I'm going to be perfect. No, set your intention. Today, I am going to practice. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't need to be perfect. I'm just going to practice and continue improving. All right. Exercise number eight, be willing to be wrong. Be willing to make mistakes. One of the things that divides parents and their teens And by the way, it also divides parents from each other. But one of the things that divides parents and teens, okay, let's just call it what it is. One of the things that divides people, we see it in politics, we see it in sports, we see it in religion. One of the things that divides parents and their teens is not being willing to be wrong. It's being committed to being right. I'm going to be right and you have to be wrong. I want to invite you, practice be being willing to be wrong. Let your team be right. That is so powerful. If you want to find a way to connect with your team right where they are, find a way to let them be right. Be willing to make mistakes as a parent. You don't have to be perfect. And be the example of what you do when you make mistakes. Daily practice number nine, be the change that you want to see. This is one of my earliest and most favorite teachings. And I stole it from Gandhi, I know. But it's so powerful. If you want your teen to be something else, you be that. If you want your teen to be more confident, that's one of the ones that I hear the most. How do I make my teen more confident? Can you help me get my teen to have more confidence? If you want your teen to have more confidence or to be more confident, You be more confident. Be more confident in your team. Practice trusting them. 
be more confident that they will be okay. And if you do that, we're herd animals. They won't be able to help. They'll just see what you're doing and they'll be more confident. Also, if you want your team to be more confident, you be more confident in yourself. Be the change that you want to see. And the last daily practice, and again, guys, don't feel like you have to do all of these. Commit to doing a small handful. But number 10 is play to your strengths. We live in a world that hyper-focuses on weaknesses. Everyone has weaknesses. And I love that we live in a world where we're like, oh, I can improve these. How do I get better? But at the same time, God gave you strengths that are unique to you so that you can be you. Trust those strengths and use them. Yes, you have weaknesses. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you want to address those weaknesses and you want to get stronger. But I'm telling you, trust your strengths. One of the most powerful things you can do is managing your weaknesses by intentionally turning to your strengths. I promise you, you have special gifts to help you raise your teenager. I want to invite you, utilize those, play to your strengths. All right, just briefly to recap, these are just daily practices that you can do to become the parent of your dream. Number one, set your intention for the day. Number two, commit to connection daily. Number three, embrace the moment. Number four, manage your mind. Number five, trust yourself, trust your teenager, and trust their process. Number six, let go of all the things outside of your control and re-harness that energy with what you can control. Number seven, practice, practice, practice. Number eight, be willing to be wrong and to make mistakes. Number nine, be the change that you want to see. And number 10, play to your strengths. Guys, I would love to have you come join me in my next parenting group. If you'd like to learn more, and if you'd like to get on the interest list, that like you're not committing to anything. You're just telling me, hey, Ben, I'm interested in this. I want to be the first to know so I can decide if I want to do that. If you want to get on the interest list for my next group, go to firmlyfounded.com slash PFG. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to firmlyfounded.com slash parent and learn more about our parenting membership today. See you guys inside.